You are listening to the Forfeit Fatherhood Podcast. And we're having conversations with dope dads covering the four pillars of fatherhood. We call it the Fit Fatherhood Formula. Faith, family, finance, and fitness. That's right. These dads are setting the pace in business and fatherhood. This show isn't only about the outside success. We're getting down to who you are. Gentlemen, it's time to get fit. And and, 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 and now, let's get into the show. Let's get into the show. Let's get into the show. What's up, fellas? Welcome back to the Forfeit Fatherhood Podcast. Look, I know it's been a while since I've been with you, but we are back. And uh, I'm going to make this one quick, right? Um, normally on the Forfeit Fatherhood Podcast, we have conversations with uh, with dope dads about how they're killing business and killing it at home. Um, and we kind of circle around the four pillars of fatherhood, which is faith, family, fitness, and finance. But this particular episode is a solo episode, and I want to talk about what it takes to be a warrior. Um, a few weeks ago, a few months ago, um, and I actually don't know when the actual episode came out, but I was listening to Joe Rogan's podcast and he had uh, a guest on that I've seen speak before and he talks a lot to, to, uh, to fatherhood, to being a man um, and what it means to be a man and that kind of thing. And um, he said something along the lines of, of you know, um, be a beast first, like make yourself a monster and then learn how to control it. And I see later on, on, a, on a separate podcast, Rogan is talking to somebody else and he references that particular conversation. And he says, I'd rather be a warrior in a garden than a gardener in a war. And I think that resonated with me because I feel, I feel like I am a warrior in a garden, right? I've got two daughters. I've got a wife. I've obviously got to be sensitive at home. A lot of the athletes I deal with outside of my football guys are, are women. I've got um four sisters i got a mother and a stepmother and a mother like i've got all these women that i'm surrounded by um but i'm still a warrior right that's just who i am um and i think it's important to be a warrior first and a gardener second right because a warrior can learn to till the soil a warrior can learn to plant the seed a lawyer a warrior can learn to prune and harvest and do all the things that a gardener does but it is probably going to be harder for a gardener to learn the ways of war or to learn the ways of a warrior right and so today's episode is is about just that what it takes to be a warrior the traits of a warrior and what i believe a warrior to be so um just kind of starting off i'll put some notes here and i'm going to kind of run through them so hopefully that makes this thing go a little faster instead of uh, me kind of like you know going through and doing my thing um try to make this quick right so um if you look back over time, right, and we love these things, right, you see them all over Netflix, you see them on, on Discovery Channel, you see them on YouTube. Um, if you look across time, every great society has celebrated and, and kind of revered a great warrior tradition and passed on the stories of those heroes and folklore. I think like 300, um, you know, we have like the Spartans, uh, Roman Legion, Vikings, Knights, Samurais, Aztecs, Zulu warriors, um, and a, a bunch more, right? There's tons of them. And each time we find a strong warrior class or a strong warrior culture, it's always coincided with a strong nation, right? A group of people um, that are able to succeed and move forward because they have a strong warrior presence. I mean, even look at uh, the U.S. right now. The U.S. Is, has a strong warrior presence. We have a strong military presence. Um, and so that's one of the reasons. There's obviously more, but one of the reasons why the U.S. is considered one of the the greatest nations in history, right? So the warrior spirit is alive and well here in the greatest, quote unquote, greatest nation in history. Although it lives in the hearts and minds of the greatest fighting force in the world, our society 
is beginning to kind of shun warriors and move them down the social ladder, right? So at the turn of the century, at the turn of the 20th century, warfare kind of began to move away from uh, martial arts, hand-to-hand -hand combat, um, and move toward more mechanical, detached systems of destruction, guns, tanks, planes, boats, uh, all these different things, right? So it's not, you know, you go face-to-face -face and you got a sword and a shield. Now we're, we're, we're engaging in war from, you know, thousands of miles away, right? Um, and this has kind of changed society's view of what it means to be a warrior and actually kind of paved the way uh, toward a society that now teaches young men to be a little less masculine and more feminine, right? And that's a conversation for another time. I just want to touch on that very briefly. Um, another reason for the cultural shift in thinking is, is that people have seen an increase in the, in the warrior's dark side, right? Of course, when most of us think of the dark side, we think of like Darth Vader and Star Wars. And me personally, um, in this family, we are sweet. I mean, we watch Star Wars. I mean, we watch it all the time. Um, there's a couple of these dudes are Star Wars, right? Um, but listen, so, uh, you know, when you think of Star Wars, you think of Darth Vader, um, you know, that's actually a good thing when you think of a warrior, right? Because if you understand how the force works, right? If you understand how the force works in those movies, then you understand why, why it works and how it works in today's most elite warriors, okay? So warriors have a certain set of traits that can be used for good or evil, like the force, like the dark side of the force is the evil side, the light side of the force is the good side. And it's really up to each warrior to choose the path that he's going to follow. It's also up to society to allow our boys or our young men to become men. And then when they become men to express themselves in what we call manly ways, quote unquote, right? And I'm not going to get into that conversation. And sometimes this does involve fighting. Sometimes it does involve going to war, which if used for the right reason is a good thing, right? Like for example, protecting our freedom or protecting your family, right? Now I'm not saying go bully up, you know, bully people, beat people up or whatever, right? But you do need to have a presence of warrior inside you. Um, and this is something I think about all the time. Like right now, I'm inside of the studio. And if something were to happen outside of the studio, somebody broke in the house, how would I handle it? What am I going to do? What weapon am I going to take with me to protect my family? Okay, what, where are the exit routes that I need to get them out of while I, while I fight to the death to save us, all right? Too many people, though, too many people think that in, in times of war, you can kind of turn on a magical switch and activate warriors and, and you know, protect our life. And then when we just start saying switch, it back to normal, right? Just go back to their everyday life. And that's not the case, right? I always told my athletes uh, back when Marshawn Lynch was really big in NFL, he was coming up and it was a whole idea of beast mode, right? The kids used to say like beast mode on. And I would tell them, man, it's not, it's not a switch, right? It's either, either it's more like a dimmer, right? Like when you need it, you turn beast mode up, right? And then when you don't need it as much, you turn beast mode down, but you are always in beast mode. You're always a beast. You're either a beast or you're not. Like there is no, no magic switch that you flip that comes on and all of a sudden you're like, Rrr. No, you're that all the time. Like, if you look at Marshawn, you watch his interviews, you see him play, he's the same all the time. He doesn't become somebody different when it's time to do, you know, when it's time to go to work, right? So I'm guessing most of, most of us that are listening would, would disagree and understand that a warrior is a full-time job. It's a way of life, and it's something that needs to be trained and actually tested so we can be ready for our enemy surprise attacks. Again, somebody breaks in right now, I need to be ready. I can't be like, oh, now I'm going to spring into action, right? I got to have that kind of in me all the time, okay? Um, understand though, going to war is not a prerequisite for the title of warrior. Warrior is, a, is simply a, a recognized role that has played a vital part in every great society from the beginning of time, right? And we can have to continue to embrace and support that warrior culture if we're gonna continue to be uh, you know, great fathers, great husbands, a great country, um, you know, quote unquote, the greatest nation on God's green earth, then we need to support that warrior culture. And although the road is difficult, right, it's hard, 
the rewards are few. Not a whole bunch of people are patting you on the back for being a great warrior anymore. Um, there's always a need for true warriors. Okay. So now here are some of the traits of a warrior and they line up with the traits of a father, right? With the traits of a man, with the traits of a husband, whatever role you're in right now, obviously it's a fatherhood podcast. So my assumption is that everybody that's listening is a, is a father, but the traits of a warrior, number one, a warrior has got to be confident, right? This is one of the biggest, biggest indicators of, of success in any combat environment, right? Or any competitive, competitive environment, right? If I line up across from an opponent, I can see if someone is confident even before we start, right? Even before the, the whistle is blown, the ball is snapped. If I look at you and I can see that you aren't confident, I become more confident in me, right? This is the reason why athletes can spot other athletes uh, in public, why a warrior can see another warrior in public, even if they never met, right? Because a warrior is... What's going on, guys? I Look, I know the podcast is just starting to get good to you, but but I just wanted to let you know that the... Um, the ebook, the ebook, Seven Steps to Being Healthy and Fit. It's free, completely free. So uh, if you are, are not already following me on Instagram, go ahead and follow me at You Can Call Me Coach. And you click the link in the bio uh, and you can go ahead and grab that ebook right now. If you're not able to do that right now, I'm going to go ahead and put it down in the show notes somewhere. You can find that link. Go ahead and grab your copy of the book. Uh, if you don't like to read, you can also look on my YouTube page. I actually went through each step and detailed it and actually gave a ton more information uh, that's actually in the book. So, again, go ahead and grab your copy, your free copy of Seven Steps to Being Healthy and Fit. And let's get back to the podcast. So sure of themselves, they have no uncertainty about their own abilities or success. Right. They start with the end in mind and you'll win. Right. It's not a question. I know that I'm going to be successful. If I doubt myself, if I have any kind of uh, lack of confidence, that opens up the door for me to fail, right? So I have to step into this thing as confident as I possibly can be. I need to be sure of myself. I have to have no uncertainty. I need to know that I can do what I need to do when it needs to be done, okay? So a warrior is confident. A warrior is decisive, right? There's no hesitation, right? There's no hesitation in battle. He who hesitates is lost, right? If you go into a battle or a competition, or something, and you hesitate, you are giving the opponent an opportunity to win, right? Whatever that is, whatever that competitive thing is that's going on in your life, if you are hesitant to take action, right? So decisive, take action. You decide to take action and you go, right? Like our coach used to say, you see the hole, you go, right? You gotta go, burst the bubble, go make it happen, right? Go attack, fill the hole, right? Um, so a warrior is confident, a warrior is decisive, a warrior is assertive, Right. To be a good leader, you need to be confident and direct in claiming your rights or putting your forward or start putting forward your views. Right. You have to be assertive. You have to assert yourself. Not not, not like uh, obnoxious, but assertive. Right. Whatever it is that you want, you need to be able to be confident and direct in telling your followers and telling the people that you're leading and guiding the people that you're leading. Right. In, in, in the direction that you need them to go. Right. So a leader is confident, a leader is decisive, a leader is assertive, and a leader is strong, okay? You don't need to bench 500 pounds to join the club, but you do need to make the most of the muscles you have, right? Um, even the most skillful swordsman, if we're talking about like turn of the century, even the most skillful swordsman still needs to have the strength to pick up the sword, right? And so this applies to mental muscle as well, right? You need to have a determined will in all that you do. A strong mind can make up for a weak body, but not the other way around right? You've got a strong body and a weak mind, you will be defeated, right? And we all have seen that before. David and Goliath, right? David uh, slays a giant. The giant is massive in size, but David is smart. I can't get close to him, right? So I'm going to do it from a distance. 
And, and you know, obviously to hit him with a slingshot from the distance that he was away, you got to have a little smart. You got to you got to figure out the the trajectory of the rock and the sling and like you know what I mean. Um, so being smart, if you don't have size or strength, is important. Okay, a warrior is confident. A warrior is decisive. A warrior is assertive, strong, and skillful. Okay, having the right mindset is vital, but you need to have a skill set to match. Right? If you have a big brain and you have small skills, the skills themselves can I mean, they don't do enough, right? The skills themselves can vary, um, but the more <laughs> ninja-like skills you have, the better balance you'll become, right? Um, like uh, you hear uh, soldiers talk about, this is my, this is my, um, this is my rifle, right? They have a, a, a very intense understanding of the rifle. You hear samurai talking about know your sword, right? You have to very have a very um, in-depth knowledge of some type of skill boxing, um, grappling, one of those things, right? Like you have to be skillful in that. And it doesn't necessarily have to be physical skill. You can be a mental warrior as well. Like if you have mental skills, you have a, a right mindset, <clears throat> that could in fact be your skill set, right? Um, so a, a will, uh, sorry, uh, a warrior is skillful, a warrior is active, okay? You need to be moving or doing or functioning at all times, right? Sitting on a couch, slamming beers, being lazy is not a warrior at all, okay? Now, there's time for that, right? There's time to chill. There's time to relax at the end of a long day. Everybody wants to chill. When we go on vacation. Everybody wants to chill, lay back, kick your feet up, right? But <clears throat> you need to be functioning at all time. Ideas and theories are great, but action is what gets things done, right? So once you've got a plan, you got to execute, right? Nothing happens without execution. So whatever it is you want done, you've got to do it right? Um, a, a warrior is aggressive. When most people think about being aggressive, though, they think like about a pit bull with a bad owner, okay? And, and that can and should be used in combat, but I'm talking about being more forceful, bold, and energetic, right? Um, a pit bull with a good owner, right, has those same vicious skills, right? Can very well attack. You can very well tell you apart and, and lock jaw, as they say, um, but he doesn't use those skills. Think about like Bruce Lee, right? Bruce Lee avoided having to have physical altercations. If he could, knowing all of the skill that he knew, his ability to just downright kick ass, right? You still want to avoid altercations, right? That is a warrior. But you have the ability to be forceful, bold, and energetic when necessary, right? Uh, a warrior's discipline. Again, kind of going to the same thing. You've got a plan. You're confident you can do it. Now you need to have the discipline to stick to your plan, okay? Getting up every morning at, at, at 4 a.m. so you can go to the gym before work, it absolutely sucks. I get up at 5 a.m., so 4 a.m. is a little earlier. Um, but it sucks, right? But so does being fat and out of shape. That sucks worse, right? Not hitting the snooze, the snooze button takes discipline, and warriors are disciplined, okay? You got a plan. You're confident about your plan. You're confident in your ability to do it. Now you have to be disciplined and stick to it, right? Be adaptable, right? Warriors have a friend we called Max Flex. It means we need to be able to adjust quickly to different situations, right? Like we have the ability to be flexible depending on the situation. Being adaptable is actually what allows the species to survive evolution, right? Adaptation is what got fish from the ocean to walking on the ground, if you believe that right? The way warriors survive in combat is adapting to the ever-changing battlefield. And this goes for you as a husband, as a father, as, as a man, 
the battlefield around you is ever evolving. Things are constantly changing. Things are always evolving. How do you adapt and assert and lead and guide and, and be the man that you need to be, right? A warrior is vigilant. You never know when a balloon will go up. So you have to be ready 24 seven, right? You need to see everything that's happening around you and be prepared to react appropriately. Warriors are always prepared and ready. So be vigilant, right? Be patient. A warrior is patient. Having patience means bearing pains or trials calmly and, and without complaint. Okay, it means manning up, right? I always remember the 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 whiners in my in my in my uh, in my teams that you know would complain about how tired they were, how sore they were, how this or how that, right? But guess what? Everybody's cold. Everybody's tired. Everybody's sore, and complaining doesn't make you any better. Okay. Doesn't make you any better. Doesn't make you less sore. Doesn't make you less tired. Doesn't make you less exhausted, right? So be patient. Stick to it to the finish line, right? A warrior is clever. A warrior needs to be mentally quick and resourceful, okay? When things fall apart, it's always, it, it kind of always happens fast. Like it, it's like you don't expect it and all of a sudden things are falling apart, right? And you need to have the mental, the mental prowess to quickly invent a, a, a new way to do what you were just trying to do right? Like you have to figure out how to get it done. Like I'm trying to be the best father that I can be. If something happens between me and my wife, that's going to happen quickly. And then I need to still figure out how to be the best father I can be with my current situation, right? Things rarely go exactly as planned. You need to be smart enough to adapt, which we talked about earlier, being adaptable, right? Uh, a warrior is brave, right? A warrior is brave. One of the biggest lessons. Now look, I know you're excited to get back to the podcast, but I just really quickly want to bring up to you guys, uh, Potential Performance is having that huge sale on the uh, post-pandemic parent performance program. Uh, it was normally $199, um, got all the way down to $47. Bucks. What you get is, is four weeks, 28-day uh, challenge, um, four Monday challenges, uh, four workouts a week, um, a complete meal plan for all seven days a week for all 28 days. Uh, there's a Facebook group. There's weekly coaching calls. Um, there's tons and tons of stuff loaded up in this thing. I mean, it's a killer deal. So uh, if you are watching this on YouTube, look down below, there'll be a link for it. If you're listening to the podcast, it'll be somewhere in the show notes. If you're not sure where to go, go ahead. If you're following me on Instagram at you can call me coach, the link is in the bio uh, and there's more information there for you. So uh, again, potential for performance, post-pandemic parent performance program, no longer 197, only 47 bucks. Click the link wherever you're at and uh, join on up. Uh, I'm trying to teach my daughter is, is what it means to be brave. Like most people, and even some of the dictionaries, uh, you know, you, you think being brave meant that you weren't afraid or she thinks that like, you know, you know, I'm not afraid. That's not being brave. It's actually the opposite of what it means. Being brave, you know, and I'm sure you guys have heard this. Being brave means you're afraid, but you do the task in spite of your fears, right? I'm not afraid to ride roller coasters. So me riding one doesn't make me brave, right? But when when my daughter, who doesn't really like them, rides a, a roller coaster, and even though she's afraid, that was a brave move, right? Uh, going out and, and stepping up and being the man and the father that you need to be, sacrificing some of the things that you love for the people that you love is scary, right? but you still need to do it in spite of your fear. Afraid means you can still operate. Scared means you're frozen. It's okay to be afraid. You don't ever wanna be scared, right? A warrior is loyal, okay? 
a warrior is loyal. Think about it this. A war, uh, an arrow without a tip is just a stick, right? If it doesn't have that blade tip on there, it's just a stick. So a warrior needs direction, and that comes from being faithful to a cause, an idea, or an institution. For you, this could be your family, could be your country or your religion, right? Having loyalty will keep you guided along your path. Just make sure you keep it in balance with the other traits, right? You can't be overly loyal, right? You can't be not loyal enough. Like warriors are loyal to their country and loyal to their families or loyal to their careers or loyal to their, their, their loved ones, right? Be loyal. And this one might surprise you. A warrior is loving, right? A warrior has confronted death and understands the value of life. And now most of us haven't confronted death. But we understand that death is real. And we understand that death is coming. We understand that we will not live forever. So we know that death is there. It is a possibility. In fact, it is a reality, right? And because we know that it's coming, we don't know when it's coming. We understand how important and how valuable our life is. So warriors whose lives are in balance are peaceful. They're unselfish and they have compassion uh, for the good of others, right? The love of a warrior's family is what gives the warrior his internal energy to constantly train for battle and to strengthen his survive once he's there, right? Like I am constantly trying to better myself for the sake of my family, right? When I leave my house, my family is the reason I survive outside to get back, right? They're both my reason to work and my reason to get back, right? And I think you guys will all agree with that, right? I know it's a, a long list of things, right? And the kicker is, is that it's far from complete. Like this is a very long and extensive list, right? My, my original goal was to come up with like a nice sounding number to write about like the seven traits of a warrior. But as I started to kind of go through this and the list kind of grew more than seven, I just stopped, right? I just stopped at that point. And I, I thought I would give you a good overview of some of the complexities inside of each of these amazing warriors that we, we know from history, right? You, you will become a true Renaissance man in your quest for warrior status, but you gotta remember, you have to stay away from the dark side, right? So you're gonna become all of these things in your quest for warrior status, but understand there is a good and there is a bad. We can have all of these things and use them for good or use them for bad. So how do we use them for bad? How do we, sorry, how do we avoid using them for bad? How do we avoid the dark side? How do we not become Vader? How do we not become Kylo Ren, right? How do we figure that out, right? So like yin and yang or hot and cold or dark and light, all the above have two sides that can manifest, right? If your life is unbalanced, the dark side will be the stronger force and your actions will demonstrate this fact. Right? There are several ways a warrior can become unbalanced, and it's important to quickly recognize this and take those corrective actions. Okay? Simply not being well-rounded is the quickest way to become unbalanced. We see this in, in extremists who concentrate so much on loyalty to their religion or loyalty to one thing or the other that they completely neglect things like patience and love. Right? Suppression of a warrior's God-given drive will, all, sorry, will also uh, kind of slowly lead to an imbalance uh, and manifest itself in negative ways. Right? Telling young men that it's wrong to fight is like telling a bird it's wrong to fly, right? You have two little boys in the room. Before long, they're going to be fighting. Like, it just happens, right? They're going to be you know, knuckled up somewhere or wrestling. It just happens, right? It's kind of a nature thing. And I, and I don't know that it's a bad thing. I'd obviously, again, Bruce Lee, right? We don't want to fight unnecessarily. We want to be able to be in control of our inner warrior, right? We don't want our inner warrior lashing out uh, at people all the time. Right. But holding back someone from what they're supposed to do will lead to unwanted consequences down the road. Right. Sometimes warriors are traumatized, which can effectively short circuit their systems. And it doesn't make them evil. 
they're the same person displaying the dark side of their traits, right? Like if you've seen the Star Wars movies, Kylo Ren um, and even Darth Vader are still Anakin, right? And still Ben Solo. Like they're still those people. And you see that kind of coming out in them throughout the, the course of the movies. You see them kind of going back to their light side and showing some of their softer sides and, and, and Vader saves uh, Luke, right? Or tries to protect him. And they both kind of want to like bring that other person like, Vader wants to bring Luke with him and take over the galaxy together with his son. He wants to find his daughter and take over the galaxy with all of them together, right? And, and Kylo Ren wants Rey to be with him and they can slay or they can kill Snoke and take over the galaxy. Like there's these still these softer sides of them that exist. Um, but you see, you see these kind of dark sides come out and stand out a little bit more, but that person is still that person, right? Um, so lastly, finally, being improperly or inadequately trained can lead to imbalances so as you train yourself to become a warrior right be, a, be on the lookout for these imbalances and correct them as soon as possible like a like a magnet all warriors have two sides and you cannot separate them right it's like a coin a coin has a heads and a tails no matter how thin you slice it right no matter how much you cut it in half there's still two sides right a magnet has a north pole and a south pole no matter how much you cut it there's a north pole and a south pole in the same way, no matter how much of a dark side you try to remove, you will always be left with two sides, right? It is your job to be more north than south, right? And your quest to become a warrior for your family, become a warrior for your wife, to become a warrior for your children, you need to be more north than south, more light than dark, right? So I'm going to go ahead and wrap up. It is a thousand degrees in here. Again, if you could see me on, on YouTube, man, you see the sweat pouring down my face. You see me wiping my face every five seconds. Um, again, be a warrior in a garden instead of a gardener in a war. You are the warrior for your family. You are the leader for your family. You are the warrior for your children. They look up to you as a warrior for them. They look to you as a protector. Your wife looks to you as a protector. You have to be that for them. And then also understand that that means a lot, right? Being a warrior is not just about going to war. Right. Remember what I said earlier. War does not a war is not a prerequisite for a warrior. Right. You can be a warrior without the war. Right. It doesn't have to be a bunch of chaos around you for to be for you to be a warrior. OK, you are the warrior for your family. Right. And in every great nation, there was a great warrior presence in every great family. There's a great warrior presence. All right, fellas, go out there and be a warrior. You just tuned into another episode of the Forfeit Fatherhood podcast. Thank you, thank you, thank you once again for listening. If you haven't already, go ahead and follow me at You Can Call Me Coach on Instagram. Also, follow the podcast at Forfeit Fatherhood, the number four and the letter U on You Can Call Me Coach. Uh, go ahead and flip over to the next episode, man. I know you love this one, so you'll probably love the next one. Excited for you guys to hear it.